o'clock. Let's dive into the out of left field question. Something about this song kind of just gets me ready for the night. For those of you that might want to meet and greet tonight or meet up for a soda, when I say soda, I mean a beer, I will venture out in downtown Lee Summit. I'll let you know where I'll be at later tonight. But if you'd like to say hi or have a brew or maybe answer the out of left field question in person, you can do that. 913-586-7610. The out of left field question goes as followed. What's something you know is wrong, but you still do it anyway? The coin toss is up. Nathan, you've won it. You can either accept to defer or receive. It is up to you. As the Niners should have done, I will kick. Mm. Dusty, go first. I will say that mine, that I know is wrong, but I still do it anyway. There are times when I use my buddy's trash dumpster. I understand that I should probably pay for trash service. I'm sure I need to. But I don't. Because I've got friends in low places. The other one that I will say I still do that I know is wrong that I shouldn't do is I give out little white lies every once in a while. And I feel bad for that. But sometimes... When you're experimenting in a new relationship and they say, oh, what'd you do last night? It's nothing crazy, right? It's nothing, it's nothing wild, but they'll be like, oh, what'd you do last night? Oh, nothing. Hung out with a few buddies. Nothing crazy. When in fact, I was out till like two in the morning, completely hammered. And I'm just slightly undercoating what my night was. And every once in a while, they'll call you out on that. Oh. Well, I saw you text me at like 1 a.m. Did Oh, I was just in bed watching TV, seeing what you're doing. Sure you were. So I will say, not using an actual trash service and the little white lies that I could just be a little bit more honest. I know it's wrong, but I do it anyway. And I should probably check myself. You need to clean it up, man. I'm not talking about the lies. Mm-hmm. I live at the front of my apartment complex, and there is a dumpster that's supposed to be for me and one other unit at the mm-hmm. front that thing is full by the yeah, second dude. day after they take the trash oh yeah. and it stinks it is right outside my front Ugh. door dusty i don't like you i know man i need to figure it out all right i, I chew my fingernails i shouldn't do it what do you want to do grow a hand in your stomach that's what people used to say when you get caught I just, I just can't stop doing it. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's such a bad habit. It looks bad. I look like a little kid. I bite my nails. Somebody says from the nine one three, chew my fingernails off. Somebody from the eight one six, speeding. I think we can all admit that, because technically, going seventy five and a sixty five is speeding. I do it every night. I get out of here. I'm on thirty five going east, or whatever it is. Yeah, 435. Yeah. yeah. 75, cruise control, second to the left lane, gone. If setting your cruise on eight over the speed limit mm-hmm. is speeding, which it is, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not, then I speed every day. Yep. Somebody from the text line, 913, hey, Dusty, it's Bryson. Something I do is scroll through YouTube when I'm supposed to be doing my homework. Oops. And my grandma says... I don't know where that text went. 
Yeah, it just stops right there. Yeah, it does. The text ends right there. Yeah, it just says, do your homework. Dusty is this new oh. relationship with Carly Ritter. No, it's not. Stop it. You guys stop that. <laughs> you all need to stop this thing. You didn't have to read that text, Dusty. Well, I'd like to read all these in the, uh, but no, I'm not so actively Bryson, talking to anybody. Bryson says that his grandma says her answer is overeat. Mm. Okay. Overeat when you know you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than when you, and I've done this back in the day when I was a, a little bit of a fatty. I would overeat, and then I'd get to the point where I couldn't watch commercials that had food in them. I'd be like, oh, that's going to make me sick. DoorDash driver and stop signs are optimal on back streets. Optional stop signs on back streets. Yeah, true. Run a red light. We all do that. Except I'm probably considered a white lie here when I say, yeah, I think that they're orange. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're red, dude. From 816, drinking the last beer. Somebody said something pretty serious here. Something here. This is the out of left field question that we're doing currently. What's something that you know is wrong, but you do it anyway? Somebody says, see my ex from the 816. What? That's almost like one of the king of the hills. What? Stop it. 816. Like, are you currently in a relationship, but now you're going back to the ex? They're an ex for a reason. I couldn't be paid. From the 785, my 12-year-old son practices violin for 10 minutes a day. He uses the Google timer in the kitchen, and I'll randomly pause the timer. He probably practices for 15 to 20 minutes when I do it. Well done. It's a good one. And I don't know I don't know who's mm-hmm. I don't know if that's wrong. I think that's good parenting. Right. But unless your kid stinks, in which case it hurts you. But overall, I think he's gonna grow up and be glad you did that, right? Yeah. Holy cow. How about this one (laughs) from the 913? I've been married 30 years, and for the last five years, I get an escort in a hotel room once a month. Good hell. This is pretty niche. Niche. But when I'm in a public restroom, I always use paper towel to grab the door handle to avoid germs. And if there's not a trash can near the door, I throw the paper towel on the ground as a passive-aggressive suggestion to put a trash can by the door. Man, I understand the attitude. I get it. Just pocket that thing and then find a trash can. You don't want to be littering out there. I bet for all of you cig smokers, you know it's not right to do it, but you throw your cig butts out the window when you're driving. Don't do it. That's littering. That's pollution. I wait till I get to work to pit- take a dump. So I get to be on the get to be on the clock. Good for you. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. You <laughs> can't read a lot of these. After hours confessions. Stop at the liquor store after work. Drink that first beer on the way home. Sometimes it's like that. And I'm not advocating for you to do that. You shouldn't do it. We know it's wrong, but you do it anyway. My stepmother, Mary, says, I hear the DoorDash driver. I'll sometimes make U-terms where I shouldn't. No doubt about it, Mary. We've all done that. Guilty. We've all done that. You know another one that I do? And this is honesty, because I'm an honest man. When it says no right turn on red, I'll right turn on red. I thought I thought you weren't an honest man. I that, am an honest man. Okay. I just sometimes give white lots. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I thought you didn't drink a whole lot last night. Well, you lied. I like this one out of the 913. Mm-hmm. It says uh, their parents buy things when they're getting ready for a vacation from mm-hmm. Walmart, use it on the vacation, and return it. Mm. 
I've never done that intentionally before, but that's... Somebody from the 916 uh, or 913 says, I sneak fast food on the way home from work before dinner. You going and sliding into a nice little crispy chicken sandwich? A little McDub and a crispy chicken because you're not happy what's going to be on the spread? Maybe next time, <laughs> again, this is coming from somebody who's admitted they have done a lot of white lies. Maybe next time when, when the significant other says, hey, we're having blank for dinner, send the thumbs down double tap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys, you're supposed to, you know, know each other. Like, I know my dad doesn't like sweet and salty. And if my stepmother were to be like, hey, honey, we're going to have sweet and salty chicken for dinner. My dad, I think, would be honest enough to be like, ooh. Now, my stepmother's very smart, and she would also never cook that for him. Roadie in a brown bag. We got to stop, people. It ain't that bad out there, is it? I'll admit, I think we've all done that. Saying you're a few minutes away, but you haven't left the house yet. That's one I do a lot. Absolutely. Or I'll say like in route, and I've just put my key in the ignition. Technically, I'm not lying. Yeah, but the thing now is like you can share your route with mm-hmm. other people. Oh, yeah. So like the the amount of times I'm able to lie about that are, is going down. Mm-hmm. It's going down. Out of left field, married dudes farting under the covers. You can't really, you know that's wrong. But at what point in the relationship are you okay to break wind in front of the other? Do you need to be together for at least a month? Somebody says premarital relations. I do it anyway, but I shouldn't. That's between you and the Lord. Farting in front of a significant other. I don't, uh, uh-huh. I never got to a point with my last relationship that I. <laughs> You never could break wind in never front of could. your... Oh, never could. no. I'm looking for someone uh, who's okay with it. Uh-huh. And the ladies all fart out of the covers, by the way. They all they all do it. Yeah. I feel like their farts are more polite than men's. Like, sometimes, you know, you'll hear one of your boys let one go, and you're like, why is that coming out of you? Mm-hmm. But you've never really heard, right? You never really hear a really brutal one from a female. Say I already donated when asked to give money to charity slash fast food or Target. Is this considered wrong, but we do it anyway? When you go check out at a grocery store and it says, would you like to round up and give money towards blank? And you say no. Because that's not wrong. Why is the grocery store not doing it? The the way I look at it, Mm -hmm. and and I'm not someone who's like, oh, they can they can pay me, you know, to to bag my own groceries. I just I Mm -hmm. do it. I'm accustomed to it. But that donation thing, I don't care if I'm in a drive-thru and they ask me to round up. Mm-hmm. No. 50 cents from me, you guys got that Starbucks. Mm-hmm. You got it, Walmart. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do it? Feel, feel free to do <laughs> yeah. that on my behalf. Yeah, why don't you do it, guys? Yeah. You've got the money. You're a billion-dollar corporation. I'm an automatic no. Yeah. Um, I have rules with donations. Like, if the bell guy's outside and it's cold, you better believe you're getting everything. In downtown Lee Summit around the holiday, they'll have firemen at every four-way mm-hmm. stop. You've seen mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Every amount of change that I have in my car goes into the boot, and they can keep the Tootsie Roll because those guys are doing the Lord's work. I'll give out change to someone ringing a bell mm-hmm. all day. If maybe the closest thing to a donation I'll do, and it's this season right now, it is Girl Scout cookie season. That is, I will, I, I make a donation to the Girl Scouts every year. Thin mints, Ooh. peanut butter patties, peanut butter patties, man. Lemonades, lemonades are good. I want them all. 
<laughs> Amazon driver here. We don't have time to take potty breaks, so I have a wide mouth jar. I squat and pee in the back of my truck. Holy cow, man. That's just that's just the text line out of left field question. You know, I knew this was going to be a, a, a an inter- interesting one. And I'm not here to try to sound like Bill Self. But man, that's crazy. They don't let you have potty breaks with Amazon. Bezos, you got to do better. Put a Porta John in a in a van. Do it like the airports do. You go back there, you flush it, and then it just goes out. The grocery stores do that because whatever you donate, donate, they can write off as a, their donation. Now I'm never donating. Takes you back to that uh, South Park episode. Would you like to donate a dollar to whatever? No, you wouldn't like to donate a dollar. And then when he finally does, like, oh great, you donated a dollar. <laughs> Randy Marsh. Saying women have polite farts. Well, you haven't met my mom yet. She knows how to let it rip, Bryson. (laughs) Oh, good hell. What a fun question that was. Work for a big company where it's almost impossible to get someone fired. For a truly worthless employee, I'll buy a half pint take a swig and put the bottle in their lunchbox or purse and tell HR they smell like booze. It's March and I'm three for three so far. <laughs> maybe you're doing, maybe you're doing the Lord's work and these people are toxic and you're trying to get them out of there. I hope this person doesn't work at Odyssey. Oh man. Nah, you can have beer. They do a segment where they have beers on the air with Binkley, Carrington and Rob. Sneak liquor into the chiefs game, eating grapes while shopping at the grocery store. I told my wife I got called into work and I actually went golfing. You, sir, and I could be very good friends. But there's also a reason why this guy talking right now is a single individual in the world that we live in. That's Nathan. I'm Dusty. That's the Out of Left Field question. Thank you all for your support and your contents. Coming back on the other side, we'll talk more about the San Francisco 49ers and why the Chiefs are so much better than they are, even though they have two Super Bowl wins over them. It's more than that. It's deep. I'm Dusty Likens. You're listening after hours. one of the first albums I ever owned. The Blue Album. Gosh, this had so many hits on this album. The Sweater Song, Say It Ain't So, This pot, this Song, Buddy Holly. Whew. And then they did the Green Album and they fell off the earth. Weezer's who we're talking about. Some people be like, oh, the Green Album's great. Eh. Pinkerton and the Blue Album. It doesn't get any better than but, that. Yeah, the Blue Album for me... They came through not too long, maybe five years mm-hmm. ago, pre-pandemic. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. I'd go see him again today. I Was was uh, Rivers on his trampoline in his spacesuit at mm-hmm. some point? Yeah. I've seen him twice. I'd see him again. I think I'm going to get tickets to go see 311 at Grinders on 420. Oh, they're at Grinders. Yeah. On 420. I think that's where it's at. Nice. I'm pretty sure. I never have seen 311. I've always um, Really? Cuz they were at they come through every I mean and they were at Always uh, in Kansas City. What's the Crossroads. name of the uh Oh, the Sandstone? Not Azura, not whatever it is now. Cricket Wireless. I think it is Azura. Is it Azura now? Some people be it's always going to be called Sandstone. They were there recently. Mhm. I wanted to go Badly. I'd like to go see them. They're a good show. I've seen them three times. I've seen them at that venue, and then I've seen them at City Market twice. Mm. 
They were there at City Market with Incubus. Fantastic show. Nice. That was a great show. And then they were there with Mattis Yahoo. And I don't think anybody in the crowd knew who Mattis Yahoo was, but about 50 people. Oh, it was great. Yeah. 311 is great. Grinders KC, mm-hmm. April 20th. Yeah. 311. Think nice. there's going to be a certain stench in the air during that concert? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, me neither. Been blank years in a row at Grinders. I don't I don't know what the number is from the 913, but yeah, they're good. I also heard from an ad that Lionel Richie and Earth, Wind, and Fire are going to be at T-Mobile. Yeah, I will I'll be, there. be there. I'll be in the house. thousand percent I'll yeah, be there. Dude. I've got a lot of concerts coming up. Bleachers, I'm going to go see them at uh, Crossroads. Blink-182, August 9th, going to go see them. Blink, yeah. Yeah, that's two days after my birthday, so i got to see that. Nice. This will be my third time seeing them. Pretty stoked. Um, somebody says uh, from the out-of-left-field question that basically became a confessions line, as my stepmother would say that as well. Um, my grandma farted in my face by accident. Don't ask how. I immediately went to Twister. Right foot red. Oh, Nana. I love this one. Is they that said Bryson again. Bryson was going was going on. Yeah, he was throwing ago. everybody. <laughs> it might be Bryson. Haven't haven't. Yeah, I love this one though. And then we'll get into the more sports content. Ending a conversation by saying, I'm going to the restroom. I'll be right back when I have no intention of continuing the conversation. That, in fact, is not wrong. And you can continue to do that. And part of that, that I'll piggyback off that, is there are times when I see somebody that I recognize in the grocery store or out and about, I fake the phone call because I don't want to have a conversation. It's not wrong Straight at all. Straight up. It is on them for lacking the social cues to know mm. that you are not interested in a conversation. Right. I want to talk about uh, some things involving the Chiefs that are kind of, you know, funny when you think about the San Francisco 49ers. Because all week this week, there's been a little bit of mixed emotions. And I can kind of tell that I've maybe kind of cooled the Jets on some people. I know two weeks ago I got called a clown because I said Trent McDuffie would be just fine fulfilling the Legereus Sneed rule. I truly believe that. Trent McDuffie was an all-pro. Legereus Sneed wasn't. I know. I know he was robbed of that award, but Trent McDuffie was still an all pro in his second year. But when you look at what teams do and what they don't do and why some are more successful than others, it's because of the tough decisions that are emotionally drawn into that decision. If Brett Veach could, he would. Keep every single player on this roster moving forward. Pay them all. They just can't do that. There is a reason why the NFL is so addicting and so competitive and so popular. And whether you want to believe it or not, it is because of that one thing that we like to call a salary cap. And the 49ers are one of these teams that are they great? Thousand percent. Should they be good again next year? Absolutely. But eventually they're going to run against the clock where certain things have to be done and certain things when they are done, certain other things have to be let go. Right? You probably slept with a blanket or a stuffed animal your whole life. But eventually you got to a point in your life where that was just a little odd. Emotionally, you had to put that in the closet, get rid of it. 
Hell, I had a blanket on my bed till I was like 20. I didn't sleep with it, just on the bed as decorations. And then one sad day, I had a female come over, and they're like, what is that? Don't worry about it. True story. The other thing that the San Francisco 49ers didn't do that the Chiefs have done that make this whole sort of thing kind of go a little bit easier is the Chiefs have won when they needed to, right? They won pre-Patrick Mahomes' contract. They went to another Super Bowl under Patrick Mahomes' pre-contract, lost. After that, Patrick Mahomes got paid, and they've won two Super Bowls since. They've done that because they've made strategical moves to build the team in a successful way. When they won the first Super Bowl, they had an electric offense. Their defense was meh. Good enough, but it wasn't great. And what they did is they rode the coattails of having a high prolific offense. Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, yada, 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 right? Patrick Mahomes. And then they realized, well, now we've got to go make some adjustments. We've got to add some offensive linemen. We've got to get rid of some guys like a Charvarius Ward, who the San Francisco 49ers coincidentally picked up and signed. And now the San Francisco 49ers, who are out and about in the media in the San Francisco Chronicle that we read earlier, they're facing some tough decisions, right? They're eventually going to have to pay Brock Purdy. There's no way in a world of the NFL that you can keep an entire squad with a Nick Bosa, with a Brandon Ayuk, with a Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner? No. Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. All of these guys, you just can't do it because the NFL doesn't allow you to do it because the NFL doesn't like to have a top-heavy system. And teams that stay at the top of the NFL have done things that are impressively awesome. They've made the tough decisions, they've paid the right guys, and they've done what they needed to do to get done in that time frame. You can look at the Denver Broncos, and I know that nobody here in this city likes the Denver Broncos, but when the Denver Broncos went and got Peyton Manning and they put him on that off that had a pretty damn good defense too, they sold into what they had to do. They went to two Super Bowls, they won one, they got blown out in another, but they knew that they had to win then, and they put all their chips into it and they won. But that wasn't a franchise that was ran on the coattails of a guy like Brett Veach who knows that if you want to keep winning, you got to make the right decisions at the right time. And those decisions that need to be made are, do we keep a guy like Chris Jones or do we keep a guy like LeJarrius Sneed? And a lot of you are a little upset that they can't keep both of them. I get it, right? But you got to get something to make something more valuable throughout the future because eventually... Contracts for Carl Loftus, contracts for Brian, contracts for Trent McDuffie, all that's going to come up. But the best part about it is, is that you have a GM who knows exactly what to do and when to do it. And you have a team that knows how to win when they need to win. And that's the best part. San Francisco had two opportunities to win a Super Bowl. Two. They had two opportunities to win a Super Bowl. And they lost both of them, coincidentally, to the same team where they coincidentally also had a lead in both those games in the fourth quarter. Couldn't get it done. So unfortunately, you didn't do what you had to do, which the most important part was win when you were there. The second part is you're not going to be able to keep this super team together forever. And you see that in the NFL. There's a reason why the MLB's ratings suck. There's a reason why people don't necessarily follow the the MLB. Well, I'll tell you why. Everybody gets tired of seeing the Dodgers, the Yankees, these rich teams continuously be where they're at. 
The NFL, people like the diversity. People like the change in the seasons, right? Cleveland Browns, out of nowhere. The Detroit Lions, out of nowhere. Kansas City Chiefs, they've kept it together for a long period of time, and it doesn't happen very often. So when you think about the disappointments and all of that that goes through with it, just remember, everything should be all right, even if other people don't think so. And I'll give you the receipts of what other people are already saying about the Kansas City Chiefs and why I guess the AFC West is going to go to somebody else besides the Chiefs because I guess the last eight last eight years just aren't enough of a sample size for all of those people out there. That's Nathan. I'm Dusty. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. I need three more points from Luca. He hits a three. We're going to scream. I just need it. We got, what does it say, eight minutes and 40 seconds left. Can he just get a little a little drive and score and then get fouled like he's about to do here? There's a turn away. We need one more point. One more point, Luca. So that's his 40th 30-point uh, triple-double, which is the third most in league history Woo! already. Luka Doncic. Somebody says, can you play the Bobby Witt Jr. home run? My kid wants to hear it. Mm. How about this one? I'll give him two of them, Salvi and Bobby. Two and one on Salvi. The pitch. High fly ball, left center field. It will carry. Back goes Blade to the wall, and it's caught by a fan on the grass berm. Salvador Perez. It's a one-out, two-run home run in the bottom of the first inning. Bobby Wood Jr. will lead off the bottom of the third inning with the Royals leading the A's 2-0. High fly ball, deep center field. Back goes Blade. He turns, and it's on the grass for another home run for the Royals. Bobby Witt Jr. is straightaway center field, and the Royals' lead is 3-0. You don't want to admit it. You don't want to. But you're ready for Royals baseball. I know you are, Kansas City. I believe you're ready for baseball. I just know it. Hit it! No. Come on, Luca. Huh. I know he's going to get it. I just... Uh. Seven minutes left, but when you have the ball under the net... Yeah, he just... Yeah, I, I want it over it. as I quick as possible. I, uh, for those of you that are wondering, I bet Luka Doncic tonight on a single game parlay, it was 32 and a half, eight and a half, eight and a half. He's got 32 and 10 and 11. So one more point. There it is. Got it. Woo. That's money in the bank. That's what daddy likes. $25 $25 bet wins us $136.75. Praise be, baby. God, I love Luka Doncic. That's two parlays in one week. We call that. We go for the three-peat. But we can't do that till Monday because we'll be in Kansas till then. But golly, you love it. You love to see it. Love to see it. Sorry, I need to get it together. Shout out to the almost Andy Reid getting endorsement deals. Is that true? That was almost Andy Reid there for Renner Garage Doors. How about it? Oh, there we go. How about it? I was getting my water, and I left it out in the lobby. Dusty, if this game hits the over total, I'll be cheering alongside you. What do we need? 230, 240? We need 
237. And we're sitting at 216? 218. 218? 220. And we need what again? 237. We need 17 points in six minutes and 43 seconds? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I like that. See, that's what that's what this is, man. And we talked about this earlier this week, and I want to have a little bit of a conversation about this before we get to my final thoughts on the other side of this next break. But that's what's kind of nice about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. I get it. The Super Bowl is great. We love it, right? Fantastic. But how crazy it helps out the sports total world of Kansas City, right? It was just two weeks ago, it'll be three weeks this Sunday, that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. You're already in the combine, right? You're already in the combine, so that started. In what, two weeks we get to free agency? Not next week, but the week after. Like, we'll get, is it is the 11th the tag day, I think, is the, is the big day? So in two weeks, you'll get the franchise tag. Then you'll get free agency. Then you'll get the March Madness tournament. It's conference tournament time. Yeah. Yeah. And then March 28th, you get opening day. You get opening day on March 28th. Seems early. Shout out to my little sister. That's her birthday. But the thing about winning the Super Bowl and the, the, the pluses that it has for all of you listening tonight, Crown Jewel, can you tell Scotty Barnes to get some more boards, please? Get some more boards, Scotty Barnes. Let this man win some money from the 913. There you go. But that's a beautiful part about playing all the way into February. Even when they lost to the, the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship, it still was an expedited offseason, Right? Because you get literally in this order, you'll have, because I still believe that we're going to blink and we're going to have the 4th of July. But you're going to have the combine the rest of this weekend. For those of you that watch, I don't. Shout out Jay Binkley. Then you're going to get free agency, franchise tag information, all that sort of stuff. Then free agency goes, tampering time happens. Big 12 tournament's going to be electric, and it's played in your backyard. So it's going to be insane. Tickets are still pretty cheap if you want to go on, like, Wednesday and Thursday, which there'll be a lot of decent games those days because the, the depth is so great with teams in there. Because, you know, Iowa State fans already got their hotel. They've already got their tickets. Iowa State is good, good this year. Baylor fans travel. KU fans, they're going to be there. Yeah, those Iowa State fans travel even mm. when the team is not. What do they call it? Uh, Ames are. West mm-hmm. or whatever, South, South. South Ames. So that's going to be there. Not only you not only think about that, then it's opening day slash March Madness. Then we're in May and baseball's here. Then you have the draft, draft. right? Masters. Everything. And oh. then next thing you know, you're going to hear this voice live in St. Joe. So there really is about two and a half to three weeks of some downtime. You'll find that in your restaurants. You'll find that in uh, stores. You'll find that in sports. But it doesn't take long until it speeds back up. And it won't be long. It won't be long at all until you get these sort of sounds. If you've ever wanted to know what it sounds like to get all of it, that's it. That is barrel meets ball. Every time. And also don't forget. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be 
are. We can be who we are. That's right. You can be who you are in After Hours because it's Friday night. We did the Richer of the Week. We had Jay Binkley. We had the Out of Left Field question. We got Nathan. We got Dusty. We got 610 Sports Radio. We're all here. So you love to see it. Coming up on the other side, we dive into the end of this show that absolutely flew by. And we'll get into my final thoughts as we get you set up for the weekend and what will be next week. That's Nathan. I'm Dusty. This is 610 Sports Radio. We call this program After Hours. Oh, we're grooving tonight, baby. We got a win to celebrate. There's a three, Nate. There's a three, baby. Ten more points. Ten more points. Four minutes to go. It's the NBA. They can score that in like three seconds. Luca with the ball. Dishes. That guy didn't know what he was doing, but this guy does. Oh, no foul. Would have loved to have seen that. Stop clock. Two points. Ten more points for our guy. There's a three. Cash buckets. Seven more points. <laughs> Woo! Now we just need him to keep scoring. 127-103. Uh, yeah, been a fun night. Uh, but every night, we wrap this show up, and we got to be out of here in about 10 minutes. I like to wrap this thing up with uh, my final thoughts. And in case you missed it today, um, there was some pretty cool stuff on the internet. One of which involves one of which involves Bob Kendrick. And for those of you that know me and know this show, I've had Bob Kendrick on multiple times. And Bob Kendrick was recently in GQ magazine. And Bob Kendrick explained why the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum is, quote, one of the nation's most important civil rights social justice institutions that we have. And I don't know if any of you have been to the Negro Leagues Museum. It's fantastic. It's a great place. A lot of history there. A lot of good stuff to uncover there if you're not aware of it. And a friend of mine at my other job, was talking about what she was going to do with her child. They had plans to go downtown. And she said one thing that her child wanted to do was to go see the Negro Leagues Museum. And I know a couple of people that are involved with that. Keona Sinks, Bob Kendrick, two people that pour their love and support into that building. And if you've never been there or you've never gone through it, Make it a point to do it. We just talked about the slow part of the season. We just talked about how there's not a whole lot going on in the sports world. And if you've got sports eager kids, you've got kids that love sports that might not know a lot of things about it, take them to the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. Another thing you do, take them to the Jazz District. Enlighten the youth. They'll make you a proud parent when when you see the reaction on their face when they go through it. You'll hear stories about Satchel Paige. You'll hear stories about, you know, Jackie Robinson. You'll hear stories about Ernie Banks. Bob Kendrick can tell you stories for hours upon hours and hours. I've had him on this show before. He was a voice in MLB The Show. He's a good dude. He's somebody that when you want some information, you can get it, and he knows everything about every single 
Negro Leagues baseball stat, baseball card, nickname, pitch type, everything and above. And when you think about all of that and you want to explain to the youth maybe what they've missed, what they haven't, you know, here's what you get. You get informative information about stuff you never knew, and there's a lot of that that goes on in this world that can be outside of the world of Netflix, HBO Max, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Paramount, Peacock, all of that. Take the time. Go read the article. I'll be sure to have Bob Kendrick on next week. Guarantee I'll have him on this show next week as we ramp up for baseball. The other thing that I want to bring up in the final thoughts is how big and how Hollywood can the Chiefs get? Because from what I just read while we are waiting in a commercial break, Taylor Swift has at least two love songs on the new album about Mr. Travis Kelsey. Two. And when you think about what Hollywood is and who the most popular pop star is in the world, we don't even know what this relationship's going to end up being. Now, you got to be careful on what you read. you got to be careful on what you see. 135, by the way, Nathan. Or 235 on the board. But you got to be careful what you see. And also, remember, remember the old days of Kansas City. There's 137. One more point. I think you'll get it in two minutes. If there's a no, if there is a 228 part in the NBA where there wasn't a point scored, you have to go to church on Sunday. <laughs> but the thing about this Chiefs team and where they're at is, remember the old days, right? Remember how nobody knew who you were? Bask in the success that is this team. Not only bask in it, lay in it, soak in it, which is the definition of all of that that we mentioned. But don't worry about what other people say. Don't worry about what people care about your team. There's going to be people that are going to say things, but enjoy it. Not everybody has this ride. Not everybody goes through this ride. It's kind of like when you were a kid and you went on family vacations. You might not have enjoyed it at the time, but when you get older and you look back at it, you're like, man, I wish I would have done this differently. Don't do that with this Chiefs era. Embrace it. Go through with it. And remember that it wasn't always like this, and it won't always be like this. They're going to be Hollywood. They're going to go for a three-peat, and they're going to have new faces in different places. But that's okay because they're your team. They're your Chiefs team. And you've never seen a team in your town. There you go. Oh, can they not make a layup? There it is. All right. And the final thought is two people in one room won some cash tonight. And you love to see it. You truly do. Another thing that you love to see is apparently the San Francisco 49ers. Boy, they could have had Patrick Mahomes. The draft where the 49ers in 2017 had the second overall pick. Patrick Mahomes was in that draft. Okay. They didn't, this is, they didn't even this do, over. They didn't do any work on him. Yeah. Because they thought the following offseason, Kirk Cousins was leaving Washington. Oh, Interesting. okay. Hold on, hold on. This gets better and better. So Kirk Cousins is leaving Washington. They thought that he would want to be there. They would want him there. And it's a layup. So there's no reason to do any real work on the quarterbacks in the 2017 draft. So why do you need to work on Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson when you know you're going to get Kirk Cousins? Mm -hmm. Well, what happens is New England calls up San Francisco that Halloween. It's like, hey, we got to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. 
Just give us a two. Really? Well, they do that. So that blows up the Kirk Cousins plan. But back to that draft in 2017, the only quarterback that they did extensive work on, that they wound up trading up for, in the third round, they moved up to take C.J. Beathard. Mm. And when C.J. Beathard left after four years and signed with Jacksonville, the 49ers got a compensatory seventh-round draft pick. Oh. And with that compensatory seventh-round draft pick that they got from the draft in which they bypassed Patrick Mahomes, they took Brock Purdy. Who That's is such better a, than Patrick wow. Mahomes. That's such a beautiful story. That is a great story. <laughs> Crazy how the world works in sports. Just insane that you could think about that. That they just were like, nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna do any homework on quarterbacks in this draft because we're pretty sure we're gonna get Kirk Cousins. Then they didn't get Kirk Cousins. Then they drafted Buford. They turned CJ Beathard into Brock Purdy. Yeah. Yeah. And Brock Purdy, ironically, Mr. Irrelevant, became Mr. Relevant and saved that franchise because they drafted Trey Lance and gave up three picks for him. Exactly. In the meantime, they used three first-round picks on Trey Lance, mm-hmm. and they used a second pick true, to true. get Jimmy Garoppolo, and they paid him also. So they they invested heavily at the position, as heavy as probably more heavy than any team in the NFL did during that time. Right. This is a funny uh, look. I love tracing <laughs> the draft picks back. Oh, like everybody just does. Did. That's that's fantastic stuff. It's just insane. Uh, but but they, they did not come out ahead in this circumstance. <laughs> not good. And it's crazy to think that a guy who they wasted a bunch of draft capital on isn't on their team. And a guy they got in the seventh round, last pick of the draft, they're going to have to spend a ton of money on because that's the NFL. And that's why you should also, as this wraps up the final thoughts, that's why you should be so happy that you're a fan of this team because of the way they do things. It ain't always nice rainbows and butterflies and sunny skies because you'd want to keep everybody. But that's just not the way it works. And remember, there's always receipts. At worst, so you think they sweep them? I think they could sweep them. Okay. You know, and so unless they, they, they're going to, Casey's going to go out and get a, a big number one wide receiver. They got to get a target now. They can't keep relying on Pat. First of all, Casey shouldn't have been in the Super Bowl because mm. they wasn't good enough. But they know how to win. Does that make any sense? They, like, make, they, yeah, the team, the, the, team. the team. The other guy couldn't even get it out of his mouth to say that it makes sense. And this is Jaden Daniels, the LSU quarterback, the Heisman Trophy winner, talking about what his dream scenario because is. Because you had a, you know, your relationship with Antonio Pierce, yeah. obviously back to your days at Arizona State as your recruiting coordinator. Now, the thing that's probably interesting, too, is the teams that potentially could come up for you. Right. What do you think is the potential that AP, you know, he's talked about how much <laughs> he knows you, could potentially come up for you? Man, we're going to see. Uh, we are going to see. Uh, you know, AP is a great guy. He's the right guy for the job. And uh, if he did and I hear my name call and I on draft day, I hear my uh, hear my phone call uh, ring and it's AP. You know, I don't know what I'll do. So uh, we'll see. But right now, you know, I'm just blessed. I'll take it day by day. I'll, I'll let everybody handle that. You know, that's, that's, what, that's what they're for. You know, I'm focused on being the best player, the best uh, version of myself. No doubt about it. And if you want somebody who actually knows how to apologize and knows how to be right to the Chiefs, look no further than Charles Barkley. Pat Mahomes, number one, you and Travis and Chris Jones. Chris Jones, I love you. Andy Reid, congratulations. Yeah, I bet against you at Buffalo. 
I bet against you at Baltimore, and I bet against you in the Super Bowl. That's wow. Smack. I was 0 for 3. Three-time loser. I got to wait till next year. Congratulations, yeah. bro. You got to wait till next year to bet against Congratulations, him. Congratulations, Pat. I don't know who they're going to play next year. How do you have any money left after that? All I know is that he ain't going to bet against Patrick Mahomes ever again. But if you had to tell me who the top three best sports figures are around sports that talk about it, don't play in it, I'd say Charles Barkley's probably one or two. You ever got 10 minutes to yourself and you think, I really want to laugh? Mm-hmm. Google Charles Barkley San Antonio. Mm. I don't want to get myself in trouble. I'm not going to say anything other than that. Charles yeah. Barkley San Antonio. You'll be by yourself on the floor laughing. He is the I love Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have been able to grow up watching him. The round mound of rebound. Mm. What a great name. RM, RMR, round mound of rebound. I also love his style of play when he played. He was like a sneaky, quick, big guy. Yeah. He's just kind of, there's not very many athletes that make themselves relevant this long. And it seems like those three that do that show that we praised so well earlier do a damn good job of it. Kenny the Jet Smith, still relevant. Shaq, obviously. Doesn't turn down an endorsement. Loves playing EDM DJing. And then you look at Charles Barkley. He's everywhere, right? He does golf. He does TV. And it will be a sad day when they all go away. But we don't have to think about that right now because they're all still here, which is the best way to do it. Let's begin now. You hear the music. Bittersweet. Friday night has come to an end. We close the book on another thing of After Hours. And again, enjoy it while you can because once the Royals start, you won't hear much of me. But you can email my boss and tell him ways that you would like to figure that out. Or maybe I'll start an OnlyFans. That's a joke. That's a joke. I am way too unattractive to do that. Thanks to Jay Binkley for joining the show tonight. Thanks to Nathan for holding things down uh, on this show tonight. Thanks to all of you that engaged tonight. It was a great night to have everybody here. More action than I've seen on a while on a Friday night. And as we do every night. Hey, That's right. Go do something nice for somebody. You can change their day, week, month, or year. It's cool to care. Kansas City, stay nice and stay safe. I love you. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Good night, Kansas City. Oh, oh, one more time. Oh.